0: Welcome everyone, I'm Dominic, CTO and Co-Founder of Dropsolid and welcome to our podcast, the Open Digital Experience Podcast. We will be talking about content management systems, digital experience platforms, everything you need to build the best customer experience. We will be talking about Drupal, Matic, everything open source to do this and we will be interviewing experts from inside our company and also outside our company. So if you have 30 minutes, you go on a bike ride, go on a a drive, put on our podcast and enjoy and learn everything digital experience. Hello everyone, good day. Welcome to the Drop Solid podcast. Today I'm having at the podcast Rembrandt Lecomte, our accessibility expert. Rembrandt has plus 15 years, I think almost 17 years experience building front ends uh, as a developer, as a designer. Um, Rembrandt has a, a lot of experience in this topic and um, yeah, let's dive in directly. Rembrandt, accessibility and digital
1: experiences, how are they connected? Um, Well, I mean, the first thing to keep in mind when uh, building digital experiences uh, is to try to include as many people as possible. And that's why uh, terms like accessibility exist and digital accessibility It's just about making sure that as many people as possible have access the digital tools and the services uh, that that you make um
0: yeah so yeah that's a really a concise and uh, and short answer um because yeah uh, digital accessibility it's it's pretty broad eh, i expect
1: well yeah of course um when we think of accessibility it's it's easy to think about, uh, someone who doesn't really see, or someone who doesn't really hear very well. Uh, but we really have a, a very broad spectrum of, of yeah, disabilities and circumstances, which make it difficult to access something. Um, yeah, for The obvious examples are, of course, someone who is colorblind, can't really see the color sort of contrasts on the website. Uh, but of course, there's also people who have three screaming children walking around and they really have to get something something done or fill in a form online. Or maybe there's someone uh, outside trying to book a ticket on their cell phone, uh, but yeah, it's really noisy outside or they have a lot of light on their screen and all the colors are washed out. So that's also important to keep in mind. It's, it's not about people who have disabilities. It's really a lot about circumstances and about creating the right circumstances for as many people as possible to be able to do what they want and do what they need to do uh, online.
0: All right. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been we've been uh, in web development for some time. I still remember uh, when we first met uh, that we were uh, both developers in uh, 2007 since then things changed a lot like building building websites back then was uh, completely different than uh, than now so i i imagine that accessibility has evolved as well in uh, in the last 17 years could you could you talk to us what kind of major evolutions you saw uh, play out during the years and and also what is to
1: come in the future yeah well, of course um well one thing we we've, we've seen of course in the past 15 years is that a lot more things are happening online so a lot of more a lot more people are getting uh, online uh, i mean in this period we've seen smartphones appear and we've seen tablets appear that didn't exist over 15 years ago um, so we're seeing that the, uh, a lot more people in the population are are getting online and with that of course that means there's Uh, more potential people who have maybe a disability. Uh, There's also a lot of circumstances uh, that are created in which people have to access uh, things online. Uh, A good example is the aging population, for example. Uh, We know that there's a lot of people uh, over 65 uh, that are online. Uh, I think we have about 2 million people who are of the age that that, uh, that are p- pensioners, basically, uh, and 30% of those people um, know are online uh, very regularly. So that's a really big potential user base that is accessing your websites. And that's yeah, a, a lot more than, than it used to be. Uh, but also from people 15 to 65, from that active population, we also know that there's of those people that have some kind of disability, but most of them are also online. They also need to be able to access uh, their banking online, for example, or visit the website and get some information. Um, And and those people that accounts for, I think about 760, almost 800,000 people. So that's a really big potential user base that you, you can address now. And we didn't used to have that many people online, um, but yeah, that that is the trend that we're seeing. There's more and more happening online. More and more people need to be able to to get online and and do what they need to do.
0: Okay, so what you're actually saying is that um accessibility is 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 a big business opportunity because of the yeah because of the numbers. What did you say? Eight percent of ten million people in Belgium, so eight hundred thousand people with a disability.
1: So yeah, yeah. It's, We've got some numbers we picked up from Statbel, from the Belgian Statistics Agency, uh, from two thousand twenty, and it was yeah, we we got some really high numbers when we started digging into some of the articles and some of the uh, some of the lists.
0: Okay. So in accessibility to um, to make it a reality, yeah, we 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 yeah we work with frameworks we work with content management systems we work with digital experience platforms as they are now called um like in the case of uh of here at DropSolid, we work with uh, with drupal with our own drupal distribution could you also talk a little bit about um how drupal has through the years made it uh, made it possible to build accessible web ex- experiences
1: yeah, um, yeah. Drupal, on its own as a as a tool, uh, has always been on the forefront, or tried to be on the forefront of accessibility. Everything that is being built is with accessibility in mind. They have a statement page about that, as well on Drupal.org, um, and because it's open source of course, everybody who builds on top of that uh, can take advantage of the components and the elements that are already in there. Uh, One of the things that we do as a company, uh, we have our our own distribution called Rocketship. And with Rocketship, especially with the custom teams, um, we really try to improve on the elements that already exist. So we try to make sure that the the HTML, for example, it's semantic HTML, it follows a lot of the, the guidelines. Um, in order to make something accessible, it's it's not 100% there yet out of the box, uh, but we do make a lot of effort to build on top what's already there and to really prepare it for when we have a custom design when we make something for a client, and it's just the final steps of really making sure that everything clicks together, that the design is on point, and the last bits of the components uh, really work the way that they should so it, it's a process but we already have we have a good baseline and we have a lot of good stuff we can build on top of
0: okay can you go a little bit more deep deeper like what exactly drupal brings out of the box like some of the explain some of the components that for example if you would be using uh, another proprietary cms that has not had the eye for detail in accessibility like drupal had what 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 would that what would that mean what would that be
1: well some of the elements that we use and and websites day-to-day of course is making a lot of web forms uh, making a, a lot of elements that are interactive for the user so All those elements are already pushed out out of the box by Drupal in an accessible way. That means things like input fields, uh, submit buttons, all those are built from semantic HTML, which means it's HTML written from a kind of standard uh, that is readable by assistive technology. So people who use text readers, for example, and who have... um, uh, less motor skills and use keyboards to navigate they can use those screen readers they can use those keyboards to just tap through a form and highlight all the elements that they need input the all the information and just submit the form without actually having to use a mouse for example so all those those base properties uh, already exist in those components so that's um, a little bit less Uh, Stress for the developer, I think it's a little bit less to think about when you know that what's being pushed out by Drupal is already about 90% there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because if you would have to do that from scratch, what would be the effort required to get it done then?
1: Well, (laughs) kind of depending, of course, how complex your website is and what you have to build. Uh, But, yeah. If you have to think about every little component that you add to the website, is it accessible? Uh, is it constructed uh, in the right way? I mean, that adds days upon the work you have to do when building it. So it's really handy that we have a kind of a toolbox uh, that a lot of people use and, and also give feedback on and try to improve so that we, uh, takes a little bit of the thinking away from us in order to move a bit faster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of sites just require to be accessible. If we build websites for uh, for hospitals, for example, or for government agencies, requirement is they they have to be accessible because they have to uh, yeah be accessible for the whole of the population. So yeah, for the eight percent we are, we are talking about that ten million people, that's eight hundred thousand people. And if you're an international organization, uh, if you're a European government agency, uh, that's that's the whole of uh, the whole of Europe. Um, but could you talk us like why why would why would commercial organizations care?
1: Well, that's a really big question, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, we have the legal obligations, like you say. Yeah, try to get as many people uh, on those websites and and make it accessible because it's legally required. On the other hand, uh, some some things that we've, we've seen in the last couple of years is a lot more people are getting online, like I said earlier. That's a huge potential for uh, for people who have services, uh, who advertise their services. Uh, a web shop is a really obvious example for this. We saw during Corona, for example, that a lot of people yeah, couldn't get to the shops, but they still had. get some something Uh, and we also see it during the holidays a huge spike in what's being bought Um, and all of that is made a lot easier by having a website online Uh, but if you can't really access that website it's kind of useless so you're leaving a huge potential customer base in the cold if you're not adapting your website to the needs of those visitors that maybe have poor eyesight, or maybe they have less motor skills, or maybe they're really busy; they don't have time to read uh, pages upon pages of text. So they really want like these snappier bits of text and 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 less information, but more to the point. If you take those people into account, you've got yeah the, that 800,000 user uh, extra users potentially that can get on your site. and. Uh, make use of your services or buy your products so there's a huge economic incentive there
0: yeah it is because yeah everyone's online these days and even so I think uh, even if it's not for the money like for me also as a a business owner of of this business drop solid I'm pretty happy with it that uh, that our website is accessible to uh, to anyone it makes uh, it's just also part of the the, the the values of some companies to just make it yeah make it inclusive
1: yeah yeah it could sound real corny if you say like we want to make things better but uh, I do I do believe that by by taking these things into account you do make make things a lot better and everybody is better for it uh, I mean the, the the example from Corona is well, a really good one I think um, the fact that a lot of people were confronted with the fact they couldn't get outside their house, uh, I think is, is, is a really important lesson because there really are a lot of people who are in some way locked off from cer- certain aspects of, of society. It's not always literally being able, unable to to leave your house, but you see how difficult it can be if, if something that you really count on and, and, and think of as normal, if that falls away, and uh, you're left with no other options, uh, yeah, that's a really difficult situation. So giving people more tools and more ways to interact with each other or do things online, I think really makes it a lot better for everyone as a whole. Um, and yeah, we we also see it in, in, in other elements of assistive technology. Uh, for example, right now, we could all have a digital assistant in our house, because everybody has, or uh, most people have a smartphone with an assistant, so you can just if you want to call someone you can just ask your phone to do it for you don't even have to touch it um, if we drive around with the gps uh, that tells us where to go that's also part of assistive technology uh, but you see by implementing it in daily life it, it does make life better for for everyone it's a, it adds a lot of convenience for everyone and not just a few select people so uh, yeah i do think by by taking all these things into account we do make things better for for anyone uh, or at least a lot more convenient
0: yes and if we look at the future of uh, assistive technology in fact you could argue that the uh, the dxp which is the evolution of uh, content plus data not just only content which is a cms but content plus data and then of course i have to uh, add uh, the the whole ai thing to it um, how, how do you see the assistive technologies like DXP uh, improve the accessibility even more?
1: Well, the fact that a lot of things are interconnected makes it easier to find something if you want to do something like in our DXP, for example. We have we have customers that have a CMS, but they maybe also have a Motic where they uh, send out newsletters. Uh, they also have access to uh, yeah visitor data to get segments out of people and and know who to target. So, getting all that co- the convenience of of Having all that data come together, and then on top of that assistance, like potentially AI assistance, making sense of that data and helping you to find what you want uh, is really a plus. I think uh, if you have to separate all those elements and, and go find it in separate places, it makes your life a lot harder. So yeah, any kind of tooling and any kind of system that makes it easier for you to find something or actually it gives you a, a hand in, in helping you to to do something faster and easier as assistive technology is something more that makes life more convenient uh it saves you time it saves you money so and in and, and the long run that's 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 uh, a lot of what this accessibility is about making things easier for people removing the hurdles that really shouldn't shouldn't really be there
0: mm-hmm. okay so lots of opportunities uh we don't know what they all will be but we can already see uh we can already see things uh, coming coming towards us eh? all right good rembrandt uh thank you thank you for uh, enlightening us on uh accessibility um i think for me if i uh, if i recap it um, so it's been a huge evolution in the last 15 years in accessibility and digital experiences. It has a huge uh, return on investment because of yeah, everyone is online right now. Um, it also, yeah, if you want to have a deeper vision as a company, you, um, yeah, you just need to have it. It's not just uh, an afterthought. And then, of course, technologies like Drupal and then broader the Open DXP um they they really help in uh in making it easier to get the applications out there and and to making them more as, uh, as assistive um
1: that's what i remember anything to all add <laughs> no i think that's that's about sums it up thank you for having me all right thanks bye bye